0: And welcome to my documentary. I'm here today with Keith Baxter and Michael Stanners. And they're an acoustic duo, so I'm going to ask them a few questions. So, um, how did you two get together? Well, originally we were in an
1: alternative rock band called The Closing. And, well, we disbanded a few years back. And we all just decided that we were the key elements of the band. So if we were to perform... Yeah, yeah. And mainly performance as well, I suppose. Essentially, yeah. There was band members that... Let the band down, shall we say? Partially the reason for the disbanding. <laughs> exactly. So it was always in our key interest to form an acoustic duo together, perhaps, that would be more valuable.
2: Yeah, then and uh, much more rewarding musical wise if we, we had the full direction, you know, we had the vision, we could direct that as we wished.
1: Yeah, we didn't have other band members putting in useless input, if you will,
0: holding us back. <laughs>
1: useless bass players, for instance
0: drummers so uh how long have you been how long have you been together
2: it's our second anniversary next month
1: (laughs) (laughs) well actually we've been playing together and as an acoustic duo for about maybe around six or seven years Uh, seven
2: 2001 i think yeah latter half of 2001 yeah started guitar lessons together at high school
1: first year Yeah, and we've always been playing together, even through, we've had different musical projects ourselves. Yeah. But we've always played together, just for the banter, if you will.
2: Yeah, for just the love of music, playing together. Just...
1: And what are your musical inspirations? Well, hard to sum up in a few bands. (laughs) Essentially, for me, I would say people like Nick Drake, Eddie Weather, Radiohead, Jeff Buckley...
2: I'm heavily influenced by uh, Mark Tremonti from Alterbridge who, uh, a couple of months ago, we actually had the pleasure of meeting and having a couple of conversations with him. He actually gave us some, uh, some tips on guitar playing, so that was, uh, it was some life experience and he's just the biggest influence in my musical direction and uh, to meet him was just something else.
1: Um, so, have you ever played at live venues before? Oh, yeah, of course, hundreds of times. Unfortunately, not all of them good. But,
2: uh. We have to go through these things. Yeah. You can't really call yourself a musician if you've not played every.
1: like. <laughs> crack Christian of society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely. It's a rite of passage, isn't it? I guess. Well, yeah, as I've been. <laughs> uh, heavy a heavy metal band. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've performed in a heavy metal band myself for, I think it was about four or five years, and we played. Many horrible bars, as long as well as some pretty nice venues, and so I, I got myself quite a wide variation of experience playing live gigs, and then of course with the closing, and I've played the soul a couple of times. I, uh, before the closing, I played in a
2: new wave funk rock metal band called uh, Lunatic Fusion, which uh, as as Keith has described it like it's great to have different bands with different influences and different sounds. Um I think it really helps you when you when you're writing music as well because you can draw inspiration from all the different areas and bring different aspects to your music. We've we've played it's the same story as Keith you play some terrible venues and then you get the good gigs as well which really does uh, make it all worthwhile but there's been some 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 horrible places. (laughs) But uh, Liquid Rooms is nice. Uh, Where else?
1: Uh, I would settle for the Bongo Club.
2: Bongo Clubs! It's your sort of standard. It's a a, a nice nice place but Liquid Rooms probably, probably the nicest.
0: So what would you say is your, personally your favourite experience playing live? And why? Uh, Keith?
1: Well, um, there was this one time about three years ago, maybe about four years ago, (laughs) I Actually, played with Kerrville, and uh, it was a moment when it was like a sold-out gig, and basically there was hundreds of people, that were throwing out requests, singing along, things like that. That was amazing. But the thing is, there was also another time when I realised that would be a really good idea for an acoustic duo. Was when me and Mister Stanners here actually performed the Jeff Buckley version of Hallelujah live at a Christmas concert.
2: Before our duo was official, before we'd actually Recognised started it. moving towards as an acoustic duo, we were. Uh, it was just a couple of one-off performances, but that was one of them. That was a, that was a personal favorite of mine as well.
1: Yeah, and it, it was described as not having a dry eye in the house by <laughs> <laughs> Philip Thorne. There's, there's a couple of
2: actually uh, pieces of video footage where you can actually feel the emotion of the crowd. There, there is. We're not just saying this. There was, um, there was definitely a reaction that night, and I'll never forget that one. One of my other favorites was. Um, the closing, we uh, played. It was somewhat of a homecoming gig. We'd, uh, we'd been together for quite a while at that point, and we'd played all over Edinburgh. And we came back to. Uh, it was like we all we were all in sixth year, and it was the final concert we were going to play at the school, with a great turnout. Uh, a couple of other schools were represented that night, and uh, we got the final slot, and. Uh, they just the crowd reaction that night was, was great fun and everyone seemed to be having a good time and we just it was just one of those nights where everything comes together
0: and it just makes it all worthwhile um so what what would be uh hopes for the future of the duo do you think it will last long like uh
1: well yeah hopefully i mean i've always thought that if we were to go anywhere it would be to towards a record deal obviously which is the cliched point but <clears throat> I mean I always thought that this is the best way to go because it's the, the most enjoyable for me because it's the kind of music that I listen to the most these days as well as listening to the others and we work really well as a duo together It really is the top of the mountain so uh, along with uh, the success
2: hopefully it brings some sort of wealth so um Myself and Keith have somewhat sidetracked ambitions. That are maybe to some people may seem uh, less important as as success itself. But see, me and Keith, uh, these these ambitions are really buried deep, deep within the foundations of what would what would become the acoustic duo that is myself and Mister Baxter. See, um, we would one day we would just love to have the wealth to be able to to go and um to purchase all the tickets for for a concert from which the band called the debuts would be performing at we would love to purchase all the tickets and then and then just turn up the two of us so there was no one there and they were left knowing that they would have to perform in front of us seeing as we were paying customers and i think that another thing me and Keith would like to do would perhaps to go that that same day to maybe a high street store, purchase two sets of Guitar Hero World Tour and perhaps take one of the guitars each as a prop to the concert and just to share, just to share the music, (laughs) just to share the music with the band the debuts. In the sense that when they were rocking out, we would rock out so that they would really know, like in in their hearts, they would really, really know that we really, really appreciate their music. And for them, I think, I think for them to see us enjoying the bass lines of Novak Clark as we rock out per se with our half size scaled down guitar here (laughs) guitars. Plastic as they may be, I think would mean a lot to not only us, but to them, as as I guess all musicians deep down really, really just want the respect of their peers, and for the likes of Kalinovac Clark and Michael Lambert to realise that they have, they have, myself and Keith's full, full musical respect through live performance art in the form of Guitar Hero rocking out.
0: So how does their music... Differ from yours so much.
2: I suppose when it comes to myself and Keith, um, playing together, uh, after all of these different groups, I would probably, in my opinion, think it's quite full circle actually, because we've uh, we st- well, I know Keith started playing in primary school, but I, when I started playing guitar, it was, um, in the lessons that we played together, and that was really the start for me. Although we were in all the different bands together, it was always like um. The, the constant that stayed there was myself and Keith playing via, may it be, uh, guitar lessons with uh, Andrew Pilcher <laughs> or um, whether it was in just in, in music class sitting, playing and composing together, even though we weren't in bands together, we were still composing together. And I think that uh, for us both to to join together and actually become an acoustic duo was really and mapping you full circle as I've said and it was kinda like it was just taking it forward the way it all began and uh all the years of the different different projects and different bands, it really I guess has improved us both, obviously. And uh we both took very different different routes to where we are today musically. And I think when we bring that all together, it's uh, obviously helps the sound as a whole, and it really brings a much more mature sound to it than it would have if you listened to some of the stuff we'd previously
1: composed throughout the years. Well definitely, I totally agree. I mean, one of the main aspects I think is that, uh, well, I mean, we, when we played live, we'd done an acoustic set as the closing, but it was just the three members, me, Michael, and the singer at the time. And uh, basically, I remember someone in the audience saying to me, you guys work really well as a guitar duo. And that's the only thing I've ever been, that kind of thing's ever been said to me and someone's actually commented on how badly I've worked with guitar and other people in previous bands before so it was
0: kind of a change It meant a lot to me. So you think that was a reason why you two got together then in the end?
1: Well n- not from that one thing obviously but it just felt like it was kind of right you know. I think uh, that experience that is uh, relating, well is commenting on
2: we uh, we were part of the the full band the closing at the time, and we uh, we took part in a competition where you could only perform as an acoustic group, and uh, we went into it without much real preparation, and we came out of it well. We actually we won, but um, we we had much full of confidence in a much more full of confidence in our own ability, and I, I think that kind of opened our eyes. To the fact that it could work acoustically, um, if not better than what we were, what we were doing at the time, because we did have full control. I and mean, I guess when uh, when you're relying on other people, you know you can't rely on musically. It's a burden and it's a weight on your shoulders, and you can't really enjoy it as much as you can where you know things are going to go right. So uh, it really opened our eyes to the to the fact that we could do go out alone and do
0: it. Alright, so, thanks for doing this documentary with me, lads, and um, have you? what are your immediate plans just now? Uh?
1: I would say the main thing right now is to get some kind of album released, which, to be honest, I don't think is too far away, and then perform it, like, hopefully as a kind of set, because it's a concept album, which means it's going to follow basic storyline through it, so it's going to be performed as one, as a concert. So, hopefully that in the near future. Yeah, I mean, I
2: can't can't comment further on that, but it's it is, as Keith said, a concept album and it's something which where it's really been a different experience writing because it's not just a bunch of songs chucked together onto an album, they've all they're all related and it's a uh, there's recurring themes throughout and uh, not only musically but lyrically and story wise as well. So it it's uh, it's more of a challenge. It's more deep than I think we've ever went before and uh it's just, to be able to perform that live one day would be, it's going to be quite a spectacle. Right, uh,
0: thanks lads, and um, all the best for the future, I know you all do good, and uh, I encourage the listeners to buy their album uh, by Keith and Michael, and uh, that's it, thanks.
1: Thank you, Graham.